Good morning, everyone. We are in the middle of our learning of Pesukah de Zimra. We are now up to the, the section called Leibach David. After completing the text of Pesukah de Zimra, according to the Rif, finishing from, going from Asher to finishing Sefer Tehillim with all the Halukas, the next step is quoted in our Siddur is, is a section called Leibach David. The origins of Leibach David is found in the Tur. He writes that there was a Takanas Gaonim, the Gaonim instituted that there is a minog to say the section called Vaybarak David. Now the exact makeup of Vaybarak David is is seemingly a progression of development in history. Originally it was only four Psukim found in in Hayamim, which is a statement which Davra Malach himself wrote that Davra Malach blessed the nation after they dedicated a certain amount of, of funds to the Besa Mikdash. And that's a quotation of the Rambam. The Rambam only had in his sitter the part of Ayvarach David, which goes until, which finishes at L'Shem Etfartecha. Um, that only includes the Yamim. However, as time progressed, there have been pieces that have been added. The Rokach quotes a, a uh, Tam, Tam Chacham Agon, Ravna Moshe Mikol, Mikolna, Mikola Ben Ravna Kolmanus, a uh, certain Tam Chacham, um, um, from before his time, who had a who had a minog to add on another section to this tefillah, which is found in Nehemiah Perak Tes, starting from Ato Hashem Levadecha until Vayam Bakata Mazim, which is an introduction to the Shira. Um, and it's interesting that the Rukech doesn't really explain the reason why this was added, but he says Ki Kol He says that he was a great gadol, and there's something there's nothing that is hidden from him, and he instituted that this this minog should be developed, and we should add on. This section as well, to the to the tefillah itself. Now it's interesting how that de- development progressed in the sense that originally Pesukah de Zimra was effectively only really Tehillim and, and at least the the, the statements of Davar including things that are mentioned in Devarim. This edition of Nehemiah seems to be a little bit extra, and potentially there could be different perspectives on how to understand uh, the nature of the, these different sections. The tour writes that the reason why we have by Barktovid before uh, at the end of our Psukhi Zimra is because we're trying to complement the the Shvachim that we mention in by Barktovid to the next bracha, which is going to be Shtabach. Uh, it indicates that the Torah had at least originally the Minog was that after saying by Barktovid, immediately after that, they would say uh, Ishtabach. And the tour writes and is elaborated more in, in the Rokeach. That there are fifteen different statements of shvachim, shvachos to Hakadosh Baruch Hu by Baruch David. Um, you go through it. Baruch, Baruch Hashem is one. Hagadula, Hagvura, Hatferes, Vanetzach, Vehod, Vamlocha, Hamisnase, Vaosher, Vakavod, Moshe, Koach, Gvura, Megadol, Chazik. Are all fifteen praises, and you'll find in Yishtabach that there are fifteen praises of to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that juxtaposition is why it's appropriate to have by Baruch David next to Yishtabach. Uh, potentially, when we get to Yishtavach, we'll develop the connection a little bit deeper. But it seems to be that initially there was this direct correlation in the sense that they only had a, a statement of the shame th- of of Vayibarach David going for starting from Vayibarach David until the shame Taratacha. Then immediately they would go to Yishtavach. Um However, when we add on the second section of Vayibarach David, um, which is included, which includes the Chemet Perak Tes, which discusses really the Shira Sayam and the development to their of that praise, um, it seems to be that this Vayvarachtavit seems to be almost a transition, almost a transition point to the Shira. Um, another point which we'll develop when we get to Az Yashir, 
um, why that's significant in, in, in our Pesukah de Zimra. But those are two different aspects. Um, what, what maybe the significance of Avarach David is in the context of the structure of Tefillah. Either it serves that as an introduction to Yishtabach, or it's a transition to the Shira Sayyam. <clears throat> now there may be a third understanding of, of the function of Avarach David, and it's connected to the reason why we stand during Avarach David. Salvechik explains that some understand the reason to stand during Vayvarach Tavid is because that there was a minog to give tzedakah during the time we say that Hashem is in control of everything and we recognize that Hashem is in control of our assets and, there, and there's an Indian, an idea that one who performs the mitzvah must stand. And that's the reason why we stand in Vayvarach Tavid to show cover to those who are doing the mitzvah of, of Nisinas of, of tzedakah. However, Salvechik explains an alternative understanding of why we stand is because during the section of Vayvarach David where we mention all the shvachos of Hashem, those are actually re- representations of the midos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we stand shakavah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, when we recite those midos as a reflection to, that we recognize um, His presence in the world. And in many ways, this might be a reflection of a thorough understanding of Vayvarach David, which is not an introduction or a or a to either Yishtavach or, or but really a culmination of all the past references of, of the Pesukah de Zermah that had been mentioned after recognizing all the praises of Hala, of, of Halal and, and Halukas, we now recognize that Hashem's presence is in our midst and we mentioned the Yagibah Midos the, the, the Midos of Akash Baruch Hu to recognize uh, to really culminate and, and concretize those those feelings um, in, our, in our davening that aspect might be reflective as well in a comment of the Smag quoted by the Magen Avram and Simon and Basif Katan Aleph. And there, he's, the Magen Avram is discussing, if one comes late to davening, where does one say Vayvarach David? And while the, the custom is that we do not say Vayvarach David before Halukas, we have to mention the Halukas first, he does say that we do have to say Vayvarach David before Hodu. And the reason is because there's one opinion, the Smag, who thinks that Vayvarach David is so important that if one comes late, he should say Ashrei, skip to the last Haluka, Haluka Kelbekacho, and then recite Vayvarach David and then say Vayishtabach, which does imply, at least for the Smag, that Vayvarach David comes even before most of the Halukas except for the last one, which may be indicative of the importance of this tefillah in the sense that it's a culmination, an uh, important culmination of the of the Halal that was praised in Ashrei and the Halukas that were recited right beforehand. As an aside, in terms of the Halachos, uh, in terms of where you should stand, the Dark Moshe writes in Sifkatan Ches and Simon and Alf and Archaim that the minute was only to stand for the first section of Vayvarach David until L'shem Tvartacha. But the Mishabur quotes the Rizal in Sifkatan Yates there that the minug is to stand until Ato Hashem Elokim, which is the entire section. Maybe again reflective of the, the question about these two sections which one's Iker, which one's Tafel. Uh, that's a discussion for another time. In terms of understanding the structure of this of this tefillah, there are really three structures. The first one is the section of Vayvarach David in Divrei Yamim, Aleph, Perak Chavtes, from Pasuk Yud to Yud Gimel, which are really four psukim. There it's a, a general praise of Hashem's midos, and in transition, and then we transition to more of a thanksgiving, thanking Hashem for, for his, for his exp- uh, interactions in our lives. The second section is then that we transition to Nechemia Peregites, going from Pasuk Vav to Pasuk Ches, where we praise Hashem for His interactions in the world and the unique relationship 
he has with the Jewish people and the land in general. And the last section, the third section, is again in Nechemet Perak Tes, Pasuk Tes Yet Aleph, where we start to describe Yisias Mitzrayim and splitting the sea, which may seem to be an introduction to the Az Yashir section, which we're going to be reciting in the next part of Pesukah de Zimra. So breaking down all these different sections, the first section, again, is found in Deryamim, a general praise of Hashem's vidos, and then a transition to a more thanksgiving um, of Hashem's interactions with us. Again, the introduction of this section, where we find ourselves, as Rashi explains, is that Bnei Yisrael just gave a major donation to the Beis HaMikdash in the times of David HaMalach. David HaMalach is praising the people and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu for, for, for this experience. Rashi seems to understand the general approach of this section is going to be recognizing that thanking Hashem for allowing Bnei Yisrael to have the funds to contribute to the Beis HaMikdash. However, Rav Hirsch understands this, however, this section to be a reference to this understanding that even though Bnei Yisrael have contributed a lot to the Beis HaMikdash, they should recognize that it, this Beis HaMikdash is not for him. He doesn't need it because he has all, Hashem is in control independent of this building. However, this building... This house, which is not just a physical house, but an idea which represents a lifestyle and how to live, is really for us to use and, and integrate into our own lives. So with that, the Pasuk says, David, Hashem, David blesses Hashem, before the entire congregation. David, and David says, Hashem, Blessed are you Hashem, Yisrael, the God of Israel, Avinu, who is our father, from now, from, from now until eternity, this world to the next world. And again, like we mentioned, Rashi explains that the focus here is that David's praising B'nai Yisrael for the donation that's been made. Different Mepharshim point out why we talk about El K Yisrael, why we talk about Yaakov Avinu. And the Radak explains Yaakov Avinu was the first one to dedicate the building of the Beis HaMikdash. He put a Matseva in the place where he had that dream of the Sulam. And that's why we emphasize uh, Yaakov Avinu in this context. Moving on to the next Pasuk. We praise Hashem to you, Hashem, is the Gedula, the greatness, the Gvura, the strength, the the beauty, the victory, the one, the, the, the glory. Because everything is because everything in the heaven and earth is belonging to, belonging to you. The kingship and the, and the elevation, the Chol Rosh over everything else. The next passage, and the, and the wealth and the honors before you, and you're in control of everything, and you have strength, and power, and it's in your strength to engrandize uh, and strengthen everything, to be strong over everything. Refersh explains, like we mentioned earlier, that these traits, all these traits that we're giving to Akash Baruch Hu, are, are ways to express to us that the base of Mekdash is not for Hashem, but for us, and we all have to recognize that and use this as an experience to praise, uh, to, to integrate those ideas for ourselves. Rashi explains that all these praises are different expressions of how we had the funds to praise us, to, to build this base and make this. And he, and he explains, going in order of the different wordings, wordings he says, Gedula is a reference to the base and make this. Hashem is the base and make this, which is just, just received a big donation from the Israel. Hashem is the Gvura, which allows us to fight wars and attain spoils of war to give over to the base and make this. Then we go back to Tiferes, which is a reference back to the Beis HaMikdash. Netzach is referring to the victory of war, which allows us to, again, contribute to the Beis HaMikdash. On the words, Rashi explains 
that Hashem is above all praises. That's what the reference of Misaseh means. He's above all praises. And this is why it's appropriate to have a Shir Chadash, a new song, to praise HaKash Baruch Hu for, um, for, the, for the new experience that Bnei Yisrael has just attained. The Ma'abim sees all these, these references, similar to how Salvechik understood this, this reference, to be referring to the different praises of the Midas of HaKash Baruch Hu. And he explains that Gedullah is a reference to Hashem's, the source of all, Givur is a rep- rep- representation of Hashem is, has supernatural contra- contra- control over na- against nature. Tiferes is Ashkacha um, of Sechar Onish in the world. Netzach is a spiritual, uh, an eternal control or, uh, control over the spiritual uh, time time zones. Hashem is beyond the time. Hohod is a reference to like this internal spiritual element which Hashem is uh, in control of. And Kichoba, it's all Hashem belong, Hashem controls everything. And it's both a reference, a significance to Hashem's Mamalchus, and also the fact that he's Misnaseh. And the Mabim explains that both are referring to different expressions of this interaction we have with Akash Baruch Hu. Both, on one aspect, he's integrated with us, like a Malchus, Hashem is with a king with his nation. But also Misnaseh, there's a very clear distinction between him, Akash Baruch Hu, and the rest of the world. He's above all. And when we mention the Osher of Akavah Rashi again understands this within the context of the wealth that's been used to contribute to the Beis HaMikdash. And he explains that the Osher is connected to the Kavod. The money has been used for a way to express honor to Akash Baruch Hu. Uh, the Mabim, however, understands that this is a... This reference of Osher is, 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 is a reference to Milfanecha in the sense that it's all within Akash Baruch Hu's control. And he decides how much one is able to have wealth which is again a reference to Hashem's control over reality. The last passage in the section, after praising HaKash Baruch Hu, is And now, our God, we praise you. And we praise to the name of your glory and beauty. Rashi understands that this praise is again a thanksgiving for the good that has been received to contribute to the Beis HaMikdash. The Nabim understands that this is a recognition of Hashem's control over reality, and because of that recognition, we re- we thank Hashem for allowing us the opportunity to have the good things in life, and recognizing that Hashem is going to be giving it to us in order to use it to serve Him. Moving on, after discussion, discussing the praises of Hashem's midos and, his, and thanksgiving to HaKash Baruch for the opportunity to use those gifts, we now transition to the next section, which is a piece of, of, of stated in the Chem Perak Tes, Pasuk Vav to Pasuk Ches. This is the second section where we praise Hashem's interactions in the world and the unique relationship we have with the, Hashem has with the Jewish people and the land in general. In context of the placement of this, of the story of that is going on, um, as the first explains, Nehemia is trying to rally up the people at the time the Bnei Yisrael have returned from the Gauls, there's the Beis HaMikdash is still in, in its ruins, and Nechem is trying to encourage the people to remember their past and rededicate themselves to be able to serve Hashem properly and have a renewed consciousness of their origins and the destiny which they, find, which they uh, have to find themselves and fulfill. To this, Nechem says, Atu Hashem 
You are Hashem alone. Ata Sisa Sashemayim Shmeyashemayim. You made the heavens, the heavens, heaven, the heavenly heavens, the Chaltzvam, all the hosts, all their hosts. Haaretz Vachal Shalaya, the land and all that's on it. Haimim Vachal Shvehem, the sea that's all that's in it. But Tamachai Kulam, you have everything is living because of you. But Tzvashemayim, the Chamishachvim, and the hosts of the heavens are bowing to you. The Babim explains that Nechem is specifically mentioning three aspects of praises to Hakash Baruch Hu. The first two are referenced to in this Pasuk. The first aspect is that Hashem is the creator. He created the heavens, the land, the sea, and all that's inside of it. The second aspect that we're praising Hashem for is that He is the sustainer of all of the world. He's the Chayes Kulam. He allows everything to it to exist. The third, sec- the third praise will be found in the next Pasuk. The next pasuk states, "Atu Hashem Halokim, you are Hashem, the God. Asherbacharta Avram, who chose Avram, Avram v'otesu mirakasim, and you took him out of Ukasim, misam tishma Avram, and then you placed his name to become Avraham." On this aspect, the Malbim notes the third praise that we're giving to Hakadosh Baruch Hu is that Hashem is mashkiach over tzaddikim, that Hashem took care of Avram, Avram giving him miracles in Ukasim out of the furnace from the experience with Nimrod, and this is also allowed him, this Hashkacha also had his name changed from Avram to Avraham. Refersh understands, following in a th- with a theme that he has developed in previous pre- previous Prakim, is that, well, in contrast to how nature serves Hashem, man also has to serve Hashem in a, in a model that's very similar to nature, just like nature serves Hashem by committing itself to the Rosh Hashem through the nature the laws of nature. So man also has to serve Hashem by following in the Ratzon Hashem, which is through the Torah. Um, unlike, unlike nature, which is, does it without conscious or without choice, man has to serve Hashem through choice. And this has been modeled by Avram Avinu, who is the father of all humanity, and really the leader of, of, this, of this idea, the idea of Yiddishkeit, and uh, really a model for the rest of the world to follow. Moving on to the next Pasuk. And, you, and, Hashem, and we're commenting, commenting about Avraham, and you found that his heart was Naman, was tr- faithful to you. And you created a covenant with him. To give the land of the Canaan and all the nations that are within it. To give to his kids. And you establish your words. For you are righteous. This is referring to Akash Baruch mm. On this Pasuk, the Ma'abim explains that this is, again, following within the idea of Hashkacha, Hashem's Hashkacha on the world, and how the Jewish people deserve the land and receive the, the Haftacha of this land from Avram Avinu to um, being expressed as a, as a Haftacha to the rest of the nation as well. Again, an expression of Hashem's Hashkacha over B'nai Yisrael and the land itself. After, from this, after discussing Hashem's interactions in the world and the unique relationship He has with the Jewish people and the land of Eretz Yisrael, we then transition in the third section to the discussion of how Bnei Yisrael got to Eretz Yisrael, starting from their Sheba and Mitzrayim to, to the Kriyas Yamsuf. Pasuk Tess writes, Vateras, Ani Avosena Bnei Mitzrayim, and you saw the, 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 the poverty that occurred into our, in our, to our fathers, the affliction that happened to our fathers in Egypt. And the cries that you heard at the Yamsuf. The Babim explains, just explaining this Pasuk, he explains that this is a, a process 
the entire experience of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was a process for Bnei Yisrael to become purified as from the core of Barzal, which enables them to attain this greater connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is now not just from a natural interaction with, with Hashem, but now to a high, a hidden level and, higher, and a closer relationship to that of a supernatural connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In Pasuk Yod, we add, and because of this supernatural connection, Hashem, as the Malbim explains, you, Hashem, have given these signs and wonders to power and all servants of Chor. So, Amarto and to the rest of his nation of his, of his land, of Mitzrayim, for you know, for they were negligent upon them, and you made upon, uh, on for yourself, for, to you, a name like this day. Uh, the Babam explains that these miracles function, based on the Pasuk, to, for two functions. Number one, it's to defeat the Mitzrim who acted wickedly, wickedly upon Bnei Yisrael, that's to punish them. And number two, it's to, to make a name, a shame, to, for the world to recognize Hashem as the ruler and controller of the, over the world. In, Pasuk, in the last Pasuk of the section, um, concluding this section, we write, the or the Chemi writes, and the sea split before you split before them, and they passed before the sea to the dry land, and those who chased them you threw you threw them into the depth as a stone onto a mighty river. Again, uh, the Bible explains that this reference this this entire experience was a reference to the beginning of the section, which is Zaka Sambiyamsuf. The, the cries Ben Yisrael had at the Yamsuf was to, in, order, in order, number one, to save them, them from the Egyptians who were pursuing them, and also to punish the Egyptians um, by throwing them as a stone in the mighty, in the mighty uh, waters. Um, and this concludes the section where we again praise Ben we praise Hakadosh Baruch Hu for his interactions with Ben Yisrael for his time and bringing them to throughout Kriyas Yamsuf. So just to review this entire section. There are three parts of this of this of this section of Ayyarach David. The first one is found in Divayam Aleph, where we give a general praise of Hashem's Midos. We praise Hashem for not allowing Bnei Yisrael to contribute to the Beis Hamikdash, um, and then we transition out praising Hashem by giving thanksgiving for recognizing the gifts that Hashem gave us and on the opportunities that He gives us going forward to use those gifts. Um, then we move to the second section in Nechemah Perikdas, where we talk about. Praising Hashem for his interactions over the world and also his unique relationship he has with the Jewish people on the land. And the third, third section we discuss how Hashem has purified Bnei Yisrael to get to this point, culminating at the point of Kriyas Yamsef. So just to conclude, where, why this fits in very nicely too, uh, in our section in our discussion of Pesukim Zimra, as mentioned in the introduction, this is a very nice culmination of the entire. Uh, experience of Pesukim Zimra after discussing Hashem Tashkacha throughout the Gullus, throughout our different experiences, and ultimately recognizing Hashem's presence in our lives, we now are able to exclaim: Number one, that Hashem is uh, the different mitos of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the interactions that He has with us in a very clear and present way, and we also recognize, uh, as this has an introduction to the Shira Sayam, which is a really a culmination as well to the experience that Hashem has and the unique relationship he has with us, um, leading us to a point where we become purified to have this unique relationship with him, and therefore he interacts with us in a way that's reciprocal to that in that relationship. Additionally, as Refresh explains, the entire context of, of Bayrach David in the context of Deryamim and Nechemia are references to Bnei Yisrael, both as 
in context of their relationship to the Beis HaMikdash, and also their relationship to their origins and destiny. So in the context of Sukkot Zimra, this is a, and it's an appropriate p- place to mention that as we use this Sukkot Zimra as a, as a hakdama to tefillah, it's important to recognize uh, the role of the Beis HaMikdash and the role of the Avodah in, um, in, our, in, our, in, our, in our lives. In the sense, that's not for Kaddish Baruch, it's really for us to internalize and use it as a means for us to recognize what Hashem has done for us and also recognize the goal of, of all that Hashem wants us to do. And this parak, through discussing the historical experience of Dovna Malach and Nechemi, allows us to reflect for ourselves um, on those experiences um, as well.